0: Welcome to Oral Phonic, a podcast about podfic. This month's episode is about editing styles. And your hosts are Pedica, also known as Lindsay, Dodificus, also known as Dodie.
1: And Jenna Pod, also known as Jen.
0: To get us started, let's talk about some news in, coming up. Um, first off, uh, February 14th, which would have been the day before this is posted, Awesome Ladies PodFec anthology will be posted. And that's always a great time. It's got tons of different fandoms and all these short little podfics about awesome ladies. So you should check it out.
1: Also, the uh, Skiles Big Bang, that would be Scott Stiles from Teen Wolf, is accepting podfics as art. And those signups close on March 15th.
2: Uh, And one that I'm pretty interested in, I don't know if I would be able to put in the imagination to be able to do a successful one but fire juggler is gauging interest in a Podfic remix con. so fire juggler released a pod fic that was basically a new a new story made up of all lines that she pulled from other pod fics that she'd recorded so it was it's such a cool creative thing so she's she's mm-hmm. gauging interest for people um Yeah, to be involved in something like that. So look out for that. We've got a link if you want to let her know that you're interested.
1: I think this sounds so cool because it's not just that – it's not just that idea, but it's also she's talking about all kinds of different things. Like you might take two people who've potted the same podfic with their permission, obviously, and meld those together, you know, to create a multi voice project, or use a <laughs> make a vid that uses audio from a podfic, or turn
2: a regular podfic into radio style. She's got like a whole list of you different do, things. Yeah, you could do anything. It's it's just so yeah, there's so much possibility in it. So
1: normally now we would have some talkbacks, but we don't actually have any from last month because we were just doing a showcase of ITP and no one sent anything. We do have a little later on a bit of a Twitter um, poll that we took regarding this week's topic. So for now, we're just going to dive straight into the main subject. And we thought maybe the best way to tackle this would just be
0: to each of the host can talk about our own editing style and we can compare and contrast. So one of the things that we did is we picked a story, we all recorded it, and then we all edited it, and we made sure to keep track of the times involved so that we could compare. And so we're going to start with the fastest one and end with the slowest one. So <laughs>
2: that's I'm going <laughs> to hand it off to Dodie. Oh, dear. <laughs> so I was... <laughs> when i knew that we were doing this as a topic i was i was nervous because i know that my style is not not in the majority and it's like uh, i think a lot of people can identify this with this when they hear other people's you know thoughts or about lots of things about podfic. I get imposter syndrome like I'm not doing mm-hmm. it the way everyone else is doing it and so I'm I'm not doing it right. And I know that that's not right. Everyone has their own style, but yeah, I I do get that. And I'm afraid that once I kind of put it out there and everyone can see how little effort I put into my <laughs> podfic <Aww. laughs> that yeah, they'll say, "Oh, that explains why her work is so shit."
1: So yeah. But so well, I don't know because I feel like the other side of that is I heard you be like, this is what I do. And I was like, wow, you're amazing. Oh, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> You need so much less time to create a great end product. So, Let's hope you know. that's what people also, think. <laughs> There's your glass half full. Also, I think,
0: I think some of the really uh, well-known pod edit as they like, – that's what makes you fast. You edit as you, yeah. you go when you're recording, Yeah. and I'm pretty sure Fay J did that. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure that's how Rita does it. So some of the really popular, well-known ones, because because it is faster, you could be a lot more
2: um, prolific. Prolific, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that well, I would definitely yeah. be interested in hearing if there are other people that do it the same way, because usually when I when I tell people, it's like, oh my god, recoiling in horror, and yeah. Okay, so basically, um, I use GarageBand, which I believe Jen does and Paracard doesn't. Um, but I've i I've tried the other way, and I was just so confused. So I open up GarageBand, I title it, and I start recording. Um, I. <laughs> I don't edit basically. So if I'm reading something and I don't like the way that I've said a particular line or I stumble, then I immediately go back to, to cut that out and just record over it. So by the end of me reading the story, I should have a ready to go podfic. I, if it's short, then I might re-listen to it. If it's long, I might ask someone to listen to it for me because I can't be bothered, <laughs> Um, and that's pretty much it. Um... <laughs> See, impressive. <laughs> that's it. Um, which is The
0: thing that oppresses me the most that is that I can't, like, I have to read the same lines, like, three times, half the time. So I can't imagine it Be- because, being that because fast because, for me st- because I'm so slow at reading too.
2: Is it because you misspeak or is it because you want to perform the line in a different way?
0: Both.
2: Okay. More or often misspeak, gently. I think.
0: Yeah. For me, a lot of it is um, I find sentences really long, and okay. my breath doesn't hold out, because uh, I okay. have asthma on top of that, too. So often, it could take me a read or two to figure out where I can breathe.
1: Yeah. I find...
0: And not have it slow.
1: I find a real problem with flow, like sometimes I can go for quite a long time and have no mistakes at all, but then if I start to make a mistake, I get yes. kind of into that and I have yes. to like step back and be like, okay, I need a moment here. Yeah. Um And that's definitely true. Like, that one we recorded, like, the last 10 minutes, like, the last third of it was so much smoother and better than the first two-thirds of it. And I always find that, like, the longer I sit here and record, the more I kind of get into the flow of it. And I have tried your style one time, (sighs) and what I found was it totally broke my flow. Like, I wanted to like it because, you are you know, it seems faster, and it's, you know, then you don't have to sit back and, you know, go back over everything. But for me, it actually took it didn't take maybe longer than it would have but i found it frustrating I didn't enjoy I think. It as much yes exactly like i like to read aloud yeah. like there are two reasons that i pod fake well two main reasons that i got into it the first being that i love to read aloud and to me if you edit in the middle of that it it ruins the reading aloud feeling like if people let me read a book to them i will yes. like i will totally do that i love that the second thing is i like to edit <laughs> like i mean <laughs> mostly like yeah I get frustrated with it yeah whatever but but I do have a certain satisfaction with like sitting down in front of a project and working on it for a while like last month when I did the when I was the editor of the podfic yeah I mean the podcast podcast. I although it was very frustrating at times I had an amazing feeling of completion when I had done it so you know
2: oh and is this the time to say that ironically today is my turn (laughs) to edit the podcast (laughs) (laughs) yay So if you see me... you going have so much fun. I, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. Like, it's going to be crazy. But yeah, <laughs> I'll give it a
1: go. Uh, you, you'll be all right. You've got lots of time. I say,
2: yes, lots of time. Good. I will say
0: I've also tried doing editing. Okay. I've also tried doing editing as you go. Uh-huh. Uh, I volunteered for Voice Canada for a while, and that's how their setup was. Mm. And I just found it so hard because... Partly because I have trained myself for Podfic to be like, was that sentence correct? Whatever. I'll just read it again. Yeah. And then like sometimes you do Frankenstein sentence in the editing process. Mm -hmm. and It's like three takes pushed into one that um, getting myself out of those habits that I've developed of like, I'll just read it again, just read it again. Really, like the habits did clash with that type of style, like that style of editing. Yeah. Also, yeah. Like, I I do sometimes have issues getting a full sentence out how I like it, so having to think so much about it was just throwing me out of my flow each and every time, to the point where I just stopped doing it, and they were frustrated with how long it took me to edit, but that's
2: how it had to be for me. (laughs) I think that I must be able to read longer without stumbling than you guys, because it doesn't feel that disjointed to me, and... I I did last month. I actually recorded I like s- a ten minute um, supernatural podfic without stopping once. Wow! So I think I think that helps. If you're the kind of person that that does stumble a lot or does kind of forget, if you've remember if you've read the line properly, then yeah, no, it's not gonna. It's gonna I wouldn't yeah,
0: say I do stumble. I do stumble a lot, which is one of the reasons why I'm like I can't do Theatropod. Because mm. some of them do, like, live recordings. Yes. And I'm like, nope. I need, like, a chance to be able to read that line three times if I need.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I don't remember that problem with Theatropod. And I was the narrator, too. So I had quite, you know, kind of long stretches. But we also practiced it multiple times. So it was more like being in a play or something. Like, you just knew your lines. I mean, I didn't have it memorized or anything. But, you know, there was a more of a comfort level, I guess. I don't know. I go back and forth on the how long I can read... You know, I mean, when I looked at the example, it seemed like a mistake like every minute or two. But then on the other (laughs) hand, there was like a six or seven minute stretch where there was no mistakes at all. You know, so like that's what I mean about the like lots of mistakes at once or no mistakes. Like I'm very – you know, it just depends. Like once yeah. I start messing up, then I mess up. And so I had little sections where I had edited a tons. And then, then I got towards the end and I was like, wow, there's this whole like section. Okay, that bit's fine. That bit's fine. You know, like 10 minutes where I corrected two things, you know. So it, it's really
0: hard to I predict. Doubt, I doubt that there's anywhere in any of my podfix more than 20 seconds that goes <laughs> unedited.
2: Oh my god. Jeez.
0: I, I'm not even exaggerating. Uh, I can't. <laughs> like, that part of that is because I I have trouble breathing through an entire sentence, I um, breathe rather loudly and I cut out my breathing in my editing process. Yeah. So that means that I, I edit a lot, like, within a sentence. But I I should – anyways, I'll talk about it when it's my yes. turn. But... Yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> Okay, so we all recorded the same Merlin story to kind of give us an idea about how long our, our different styles <laughs> take and to compare them to each other. So mine, um, yeah, so, so the Merlin fic that we chose was about um, 4,500 words. For me to, from the minute I pressed record to the time that I got to the end of the story, took about 39, 40 minutes, Um I could have posted it at that point, but <laughs> I knew that we had to put down the numbers, so I actually gave it a re-listen. So, all in all, including re- recording time and giving it a listen, was an hour, 13 minutes and 28 seconds. Um, the length of the actual finished pod was 33 minutes and 50 seconds. So, ultimately... <laughs> If I had just posted it from from just recording, it would have only been like a extra, an extra like six minutes. Yeah, so I'm the shortest, so that means Jen, you're next.
1: (laughs) Okay, so I'm the one in the middle time wise, and I have an editing style. I mean, I I don't know. It's just made up. It's it's from things that people told me. um, I guess a little bit, but mostly just things. You know how you try things and. Yeah. They work for well, you, they that's don't. that's what
2: happened for all of us.
1: Yeah, so I I do edit afterwards. So, you know, I do a recording and then I come back to it. I like to edit all in one setting um, because, as I said, the longer I'm working on it, the better I am at less mistakes and things like that. It's also a reason I don't tend to record short fic. Like, if I do short fic, I'll just do it and be done with it, I guess, very quickly. But um, I, generally, I like longer, you know, like hour-plus projects. Um, and because I use GarageBand and it can be a bit nitpicky, I usually, if it is longer than an hour, I usually make different files. Like I just stop and make a new, a new file. And actually I like to make new files a lot. So I will do one, like once I've done the original and this I think comes out of, I used to do a lot of video editing as well in school and (laughs) I used to I used to do video editing in school and we were really careful about keeping different versions of the file. So if you had made changes and people disagreed with your changes, yeah. you could go back to things or you could pull something if you accidentally deleted a part that you need. And so I do that as well. Like the first time I record it, I save it as the original file, whether that be three files of one hour each or whatever. Um, and then when I do the edit, I just rename it as edit one and I edit stuff. Um, the first edit that I do when I record, I always do clicks for mistakes. So I do like, you know, a thumb, I mean, a you know, I snap my fingers or a clap or whatever, something to make, that. Yeah. which, which is very common. Yeah. Like to give you so that you could do a visual edit and you can see the mistake very easily. Um, and the first edit I do, I don't listen to anything. I just pull those clicks. So I just go straight through the project and, and play the little tiny section around the click and pull them together, getting rid of the mistake. Um, and then generally, I don't like to sit at my computer and listen to it. So I tend to, in between working on stuff, just put it onto my iPhone. And then I can, I have a long commute, so I just listen to it on my commute, and I take notes on an, in a notepad, you know, or on my phone usually, actually. And I say, need to fix 10, 28, because there is a bump from a cat, you know, or whatever. <laughs> um, it, there, there's usually plenty of cat-related sounds on my recordings. <laughs> Um, because they hate botfic, um, but anyway, yeah, so that or maybe a click I missed or usually it's usually it's simple stuff like that, like maybe a um a mouth click or something something is jarring, and I write it down, and then I go back, I redo a file, make it edit number two, I fix all those things, I put it back on my iPhone, <laughs> kind of rinse repeat, so so that's what I don't like to i mean occasionally if I have to. I sit in front of the computer and and listen to the whole thing and edit stuff, but it's not my preference. Like because I feel I feel like it's wasting time when I do it that way. Whereas if I do the listening separate while I'm doing something else, like I can work on on anything and then listen to it and mark the comments that I have. Um, it it feels faster. Um, and I don't know. I don't like. I really don't like to re-record. So unless it's, like, egregious, I'll, like, a lot of times I'll just leave. Like, if there's a bump underneath the whole sentence and I'm like, uh, it's fine, I'll leave it. Um, <laughs> or I'll, I'll try to, like, do, like, I was talking about Frankenstein connections (laughs) like usually I would only do that if like maybe I said somebody's name wrong I would just pull their name from somewhere else or if or if there was a sentence and there was a bump under it and those words were somewhere else I would just pull them in because I'd rather do that than sit down and record it because I feel like like so
2: much more work to go and hunt for that word (laughs) I don't know but I hate how it sounds
1: for re-records like sometimes Like, sometimes I feel like every time I sit in front of the microphone, it sounds different. And so... No, I completely
2: understand that.
1: Yeah. That's the other reason I like to record like an hour at a time because I hate... I mean, you know what? I'm not this... Like, when I listen to people's podfake, I do... I'm like, oh, new session. You can hear it. But then five, you know, five sentences into the new session doesn't matter anymore, right? But if they have one sentence, I notice it and it pulls me out. I don't know. It's That's my issue.
0: I'm I'm the same. Sometimes it's like... Your vo- Not only is your volume different, but like yeah. the background the way that you say the sentence is different. So like before, you just kind of say it like a different register in your voice, or you say it like happier than it's supposed to mm-hmm. be, or it just often. If I'm going to do a re-record, I re-record at least a, a whole paragraph.
1: paragraph. Yep, hundred percent whole paragraph. But I, I literally like they are. I'm, I'm really okay. So the other reason part of the reason that I like to do editing away from like, I separate everything out is because of my setup. Like I record on my desk and because I need to have my microphone set up and everything. And my room is tiny. Cause Hey, I live in London. Um, and I have like just a fold down desk, you know? Um, and it's so uncomfortable. I'm right now wedged between like, you know, my drawer, my dresser and my desk and whatever. And if my, with my little fold down dr- folding chair that I put behind, you know, so it's not comfortable. So I want the recording process to be fast. I don't want to have to come back to it. Like it feels like I have to like set up for that. Um, whereas when I edit, I sit in my bed and I'm comfortable and I work on it, you know, or I'm on the tube and I'm writing notes for things I need to correct. So like, the comfort level is different for all those things, so I, I don't like to have to, like, come back to the desk, set everything up. You know, if I record, I want to be sitting there for a while.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah.
2: Makes
0: sense, yeah.
1: But, um, yeah, so anyway, so I, I basically do that process. Usually I probably only have to listen to the fic twice. Sometimes I don't even listen to it the last time. If I feel like, you know, especially if I only corrected like a couple of things, then like, especially if it's a long fic, I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm going <laughs> to listen to this thing again, <laughs> yes. you know, or I might send it to a friend and be like, can you just listen to this and tell me? One time when I was working on one of my first really long podfics, which is the the rugby verse that Sunset Mog wrote, it was like 6 hours long and I Greedy Dancer, who's like the best person in the world, let me email it to her like quite early on in the process and marked all the places and I was like, "Oh, I love you" because I was <laughs> I was reaching like a kind of panicked state where I was like Night Trace and I were supposed to be releasing them at the same time. And she's so fast. She's much faster than me. Well, partly because I just procrastinate with life. But um, <laughs> I'm really bad about that. But anyway, yeah. So so Gritty Dancer did that for me. And that is the only time I've had somebody actually properly beta like that. But it was really nice because then I just went and did oh, really? all her That's time.
2: That's the only time that you've ever had a proper beta?
1: Yeah, because I don't know. For potfic, I don't know. Writing, I would live and die by it. By somebody to help me edit. I mean, you know, to, to at least more for continuity and stuff like that. But yeah. um, but yeah, for Podfic, no, I don't. I don't know. Well,
2: I guess I don't listen to it myself but... so many times.
1: <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I try. I mean, I try hard to. You know, I have the time to listen because I do have like an hour plus commute. So it's not. You know, other than the only problem is zoning out, and that one I had listened to a lot. And also, I used to live in this giant old creaky house that I shared with a bunch of people, and the sounds like. It was the worst place in the world to podfic because there was no room in that house that was in any way insulated or like, and like every fic would just have all these bumps and grinds, and like it, it was. Like you can hear it in my old Podfic, and I'm always like Ugh. at house. It was like I would record only at like two, three in the morning, you know, oh and and it would be like I'd I'd be like waiting for the birds, and then be I'd be like, damn it, there they are. I have to stop now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was crazy. It was everyone walking, everything. It was you could hear it all over the house. So, but now I live. I mean, a small flat. And it's a little bit better. Cool. I don't know. Um you anyway, yeah, so so as far as the Merlin podfic that we recorded, um I for the actual recording took me about 40 minutes. Um and I came out with like 36 minutes of recording, so I mean, I guess I must have stopped a couple times. Um I did one edit round which was like the snap marks um and that took me almost half an hour and then I listened to it which was another half an hour because that's about how long it was. And then I did a second edit, which was just 10 minutes to fix a few things. Then I listened to it again. And then I did like one last edit where I fixed one thing. Um, And and so I did not listen to it after that one thing that I fixed. Um, And the final project link was literally right on 30 minutes. Um, So it took me two and a half hours, which is like five times the length. But an hour of that was listening to it. So, I mean, yeah, editing, I guess. There was, like, 40 minutes of recording. and Wow. And I don't know what um, I'm
2: saying wow to you for because I know what is coming. I know. Why when it comes to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll save yeah. my wows. <laughs> I
1: mean, I suppose if I was a little less worried about, like, listening to it every time, it would take less time. But I, I'm paranoid. I, I know I miss things. Like, that one thing I fixed, like, it probably would have been fine. It was, like, I don't know. It was a, It was at the very end there was, like, a click there was me tapping the keys to move screens yeah. and I could hear it. So, I mean, okay, would that have made a break to Podfic? No, but, I'm, you know, at least I heard it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how that those stats would hold out across a longer or a shorter project. I think, knowing myself, I'm going to start paying more attention because I'm really curious about it now.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, um, and I, th- I think that's about me. Let's hear about Patika's amazing technique.
0: <laughs> oh, God. I would like to start off by saying I don't think that, you know, the level of editing that I do <laughs> is necessary. And I wouldn't wish my editing style on, like, my worst enemy. Like, mm. it's – it's, I, I I recognize that I'm a little over the top. But um, that's – yeah. So I guess the first thing that I want to say is that, like, I've changed – it's hard for me to talk about my editing style like a static thing because I actually change it up a lot. And Sometimes it's little changes. Sometimes it's big changes. Like just this summer, I switched the editing program that I've been using for like eight years. Mm. I finally started using Audacity. When before that, I had been using Nero Wave Edit, which I'm pretty much the only person. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Months. No, me neither. I was using Nero Wave Edit, which – I just happened to have on my computer because it's part of the Nero like CD DVD burning suite. Okay. And it was just like part of that suite, and it's not a very sophisticated program. It's like even though you have, it's a paid for program, unlike Audacity. It's like a very dumbed down version of Audacity. But one, I liked the color scheme better. (laughs) I kind of hate that
2: grayish brown.
0: And it had this, like, white and blue that was really nice for me. And two, whenever you, like, made a cut, it left the cut lines there, which used to be really important for me because of how I used to edit, where I would, like, whenever I cut out breathing, I would paste in silence, and sometimes there would be, like, extra noise around that silence where the wave lines didn't meet up really well, and I'd have to, like, zoom in and make sure the waveform was smooth. So wait, wait. Holy audacity doesn't keep cuts no it doesn't you cut it, it there's no indication that you made a cut oh that's crazy, crazy because honestly. like
1: that would not work with my editing style at all like I need to yeah. everything visual so I sorry I know we're on you but I would yes. just add that one of the things that I do is when I start a new file because it's really hard to move everything with cuts mm. back and forth at the same time is I you know I join yeah. everything back yeah. together but I yeah. I, I do that I, too Jen, you need to be able yeah. to see those cuts though in the earlier yeah. versions that's if why you're, i see yeah,
2: musical sound effects it, you need those cuts to yeah. yeah audacity doesn't have any of those things you can use they have a
0: a label function so you can leave a note in Ugh, come no <laughs> come on <laughs> why
2: do people like yeah, audacity i don't understand how can it be a professional
1: edit i mean when i like when i learned editing you know like video editing everything you know if you use final cut pro or if you use avid or something like it's all about like all of those cuts are left and obviously you can get rid of them on purpose if you want to but y- you need them to as a <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> my so world has to... been shaken <laughs> <laughs> that was big thing for me i wanted to be able to see my cuts because i often had to do more intensive editing around them and um, gosh and it the only thing about Nero is as soon as you saved, all those cut marks disappeared. Mm-hmm. So I would have really big files that I didn't save as I go. And Audacity used to be oh, wow. really bad at like auto recovery. So, and it crashed a lot. So everyone would be like, <laughs> I save every five seconds. And I'd be oh. like, I save when I've done the file. Yes. <laughs> but oh, it had, Nero, had, Nero has a really awesome auto recovery. In the eight years that I've used it, I only
1: lost one file. The only time I've ever lost files was when I, back in the day when I didn't, stopped after an hour and I recorded like four hours and at some point it it kind of stopped liking it. Mm, but yeah. that's the All only right. time, And that was like a million years ago because I don't do that anymore. You know, like now I stop after. But that's an hour. I think you could yeah. probably do a couple hours. Like I just am a bit paranoid. And it makes it more Malleable, then I can be like, I'm done with this hour. I'll do the next hour later.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so Ooh. I used to use NeuroWave Edit, and this summer, the job that I had, I ended up editing a lot at work because they had like a really nice monitor setup and, and stuff like that. So, but I couldn't install like my paid program on a work computer without paying for it again. So that's what I'm like, I guess I'll figure out how to use Audacity. Mm-hmm. And it's been working really well for me because. Um, I also started using uh, Ophotic, which I'm constantly (laughs) mistaking our podcasting, um, which does some really good noise removal and it like normalizes volume and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so now instead of cutting out silences and pasting, or cutting out breaths and pasting in silence, I just uh, mute my breaths because their baseline noise removal puts it down to a mute level. So it doesn't make like, because before I always had like some Background noise that made it kind of obvious that I had muted it. So,
1: hmm. see, I usually at the end of at either the end or the beginning, I usually record like three or four seconds of silence, and then I use that as a cut and paste silence. I just make sure and it's I, clean.
0: Yeah, I Is used to do what that. What you were doing? Yeah, I used to do that. Although sometimes, like now, I've gotten really anal. Even like I turn off the air conditioning or the heat. Before I start recording, I, I'd plug my freezer. Sometimes you could still <laughs> hear a little if the fridge upstairs turns on. So sometimes oh the background noise would change. And I would leave that, that pause at the beginning of each file section. And yeah. a lot of my files were only like 10 minutes long. So it, but it could get a little. Like, yeah, you
1: could hear it. So. I mean, I mean, like I can hear sometimes if you put the wrong silence in the wrong section, like it goes too dead. You, you, sometimes you need yeah. to use a silence from, but I would just go a couple sentences back and grab some silence from the same <laughs> section so that it, but I don't think, I don't, I think I used to need more of that kind of stuff than I do now. And I don't know if that's just getting used to it, but I seem anyway. to remember doing more in the past. So
0: anyways, that's a little bit about how I used to do things. What I'm currently doing <laughs> is I sit down and record, and every time there's a scene break, I make a new file because the mic that I have has internal memory. So when I'm in my recording room, it's just my mic, I have my iPad that I'm reading off of, and that's it, a light on. Mm -hmm. And I even just recently changed my chair because my other one was squeaky. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I turn off the heat, I turn off the air conditioning, I unplug the freezer, all of that stuff to make my house as quiet as possible.
1: I thought you had like a recording closet or something. Was that at your old I place? Do. Yeah, oh, I went and
0: made it, but to make something soundproof, it's also airtight. <laughs> and it was far too much effort to try and figure out how to get air in. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, it's. Yeah. It, You're like, this, I was going to die. Oh and you know what,
1: like, I love you, but I don't want to die for you. <laughs> I need my air. That's all. So. Uh, and- <laughs> Sorry, we we love you dearly. Take this as as nice mocking, not.
0: <laughs> but it's also like right under the entrance to my house, like so. Whenever okay. someone comes into the house, they're standing on top of my head, and it's kind of loud. Yeah. Also, it's right beside the outtake pipe for our our sewage. So if <laughs> someone flushes the toilet, it's just like okay, you got to wait that out because it's loud. Yeah, but other than that, it's pretty quiet. And there's some of the noise that. I hear what I'm recording that my mic doesn't pick up on. So, like sometimes it's just me being more anal than I necessarily need to be. But, uh, but yeah. So I, I stop the recording every time there's a seed change and create a new file. If the seed goes on for very long, <clears throat> I don't really like them to get much above like twenty to thirty minutes. What's but the reasoning for that? Partly it was because in wave Edit, if you had too many cuts in a single file, it got slow. Okay. And so I could have as many cuts as I want up to about 20 minutes, and it didn't really affect the speed. But it also just got, like, I edit the one file in, as, at a time, and it, it's like, yay, I got another one done. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's a little bit of, like, I need my instant yeah. gratification.
1: Sure, sure.
0: If the scene is going on for very long, I tend to let the scene play out, but... There's some that, like, there's two stories that I've recording that a single scene could go on for over an hour. Yeah. Like, um, a band of one where it routinely goes on for about an hour and a half. And so I cut that down. I just make sure I find a spot that, so it's not as hard to edit. And also Audacity doesn't like files over an hour. So that's my recording. And then once I get it upstairs, I run it through a so it does all of that noise leveling stuff, that's great. And then I just open up the file and I'll do a first pass edit where I cut out all of my mistakes. Also, because I later cut out my breathing visually, if it's somewhere where I want to keep the breathing in because someone was sighing or um, I actually used to do wave one and two together or I would do the visual editing first, but then I recorded something that was a lot of sex scenes <laughs> and there was a lot of dirty talk where I wanted to keep the breathing in. and I, <laughs> in the so I changed uh, wow. the order in which I did it where I cut out my mistakes first and then I can add notes of like, leave the breathing in here or whatever. <laughs> uh, and sometimes I'll add special effects in then It depends what kind of this, what the special effects are, which was a great thing about switching to audacity is probably the main reason why I stuck to it is that, Nero had like three, like special effects you could apply, and all of them sucked. <laughs> so I would always like do it in Nero and then export it, put it to Audacity to add in any special effects. Now I could do it as I'm editing, and that speeds things up. Um, so yeah, I'll go through, take out any mistakes, put any notes in that I need. I'll listen to the file, and then my second wave. I'll just do it visually and I'll go and mute all of my breathing. Mm. Um, sometimes I'll do because my files can be kind of short. I'll do multiple at a time, especially for the muting section because I um, will generally have my earphones for the uh, Podfic in one ear so that I can listen to the breathing just to make sure it's not like a trailing S sound or something. Mm-hmm. And then in the other ear, I'll have someone else's Podfic playing. Oh I'll no! I'll actually be listening to Podfic <laughs> while I'm editing Podfic. Come on! So,
1: so you're—I mean, you're doing a visual edit of the breathing. But I have to—I mean, are you bothered by your breathing on this podcast? Like, do you listen to the podcast and go, "Wow, I wish I could get in there and get rid of those breaths." <laughs> like,
0: I—it—it it doesn't bother me as much on podcasts because it's like. When you're speaking, you make room to breathe. Yeah, It's like when I'm reading a podfic. A lot of the times, people write in longer sentences than they speak. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. someone else is pacing, so sometimes I need to breathe at a point that's not really great in the sentence to breathe, or like I get to the end of the sentence and I'm completely out of breath and I just (laughs) need to. (laughs) So like. But when you're just talking and you're not reading something already written down, you can control that. Yeah. So my breathing isn't as loud and it's not in as many awkward places. So it doesn't need to be edited out as much for podcasts. But sometimes I still edit out some of the louder stuff. Yeah, um, that's, or if that's it, not going to happen for this one. <laughs> that's yeah, <fine>. no, that, <laughs> ma- that makes sense. So, yeah, I'll do the vi- my second round of editing is that visual editing while I'm listening to someone else's podcast which makes that round, like, so much more fun than <sighs> all the editing I've done before. Um, and that's a new thing for me, to do that visual editing. Um, and then my third listen-through is I will listen again generally with the text up in front of me, and I'll just edit for pacing. Because sometimes like, I cut out something and it had left a really long pause where it shouldn't have been mm. or um, yeah, I stopped to breathe there in the middle of a sentence that would, it should have been squished together. So there's a lot of like adding in extra silences or cutting it out to this just is... making sure that the flow is correct.
1: Yeah. That's interesting. Cause I don't really edit for pacing at all. Like mostly I trust that if I'm reading aloud, I will automatically mm. pace. And if I do a re-record. I, when I edit that re-record in, I always put it at exactly the same point as where, mm. you know, if if I've said a sentence and then I re-say a sentence, I just make sure I, I hit it length. right. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. <laughs> well, I mean, I just put the beginning of the sentence exactly where the beginning of the sentence ben, was. You can you can see so little
2: cuts. So you yeah, can,
1: yeah, yeah, you can do that visually. So I, in fact, sometimes I just drag it straight over, you know, <laughs> and then it's then it's exactly on top. So yeah, so I kind of assume like I I never when I stop, I always stop in the middle. Like I try to stop in the middle of a sentence or, or in the middle of a paragraph so that I don't have to worry about the pacing. Because if I stop at the end of a section, then I'll have to go back and look and see how much space that needs. And I don't like to have to do that.
0: Mm. So I, I'm a lot less intensive about editing for pacing, but it's a habit that I've like, I've been doing for like six years. Yeah. So I can't fully break it. And I do make some edits there, especially like I don't, always cut out properly like when i there's like oh there's a mistake here i tend to just cut from like the start of the mistake to the start of the correct one but sometimes that paint that like break it be that happened before it was too long or whatever so sometimes you can't like you just need to i'll do a little bit here and there but it's a lot less intensive for me than it used to be yeah like seriously you're laughing at how long this is, but <laughs> I've actually like significantly sped up <laughs> my
1: editing.
0: Oh. I used to be a lot slower.
1: And yeah, you probably have tons more podfic posted than me because
0: I am a bum. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been I posted my first podfic in 2008. So I've got quite a few years of podficking yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. I mean you've been longer than me, Doty, but I'm 2007. I, we're both longer
2: than Jen. So I'm only like a year yeah.
1: than you. What year am I? I've already forgotten. Whatever that first uh ITPE that was my No, Awesome Ladies was my first.
0: After that pacing one listen through, I tend to if there's nothing wrong, if there aren't like if there isn't music or like clips that I need to add in, um, I'll often just do like a final listen through mm-hmm. and do any editing that I need, but like re-records might be there, but I'm like Jed where it has to be really horrible for me to re-record because <laughs> I hate it and I think they always you can always tell that I've done a re-record. It doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't that's I also don't have a beta, partly because I listened to my podfic bit mm. above like three times. Yeah. And I'm, like, listening to it with the text in front of me. I'm, like, listening pretty hardcore. I If I've ever posted something with a repeated line in it, no one's told me. And I never get it beta. Um,
2: I never tell so, people, like, though, when I hear stuff because I I figure they've posted yeah, it. I mean, I've posted I don't either. it, I'm not going to go back and fix something. Yeah, I, like, I might go back sure and fix it. it.
0: I often do, especially when I was an American Idol fan, which is where most of my Podfic was. I would re-listen to my Podfic multiple times. So yeah, uh, I've never caught it. I've never had anyone say that about me. It could be true. I don't mind hearing. If, if it's just a repeated line, I don't mind hearing about that because I will go and edit it. Yeah. If it's you said this wrong, I'll be like, ha-ha, I hate re But <laughs> Yeah.
1: I think that's actually interesting you saying about listening to after because I that's the other reason I really like to record podfic is I usually pick things that I want to listen to. And I listen to mine multiple times. Like I've listened <laughs> oh, to my wow. rugby voice. Ball- yeah, I've listened to my rugby verse so many times, like over and over, because I love the
2: thick and I like to listen to myself no, read. I, think there's, I know. there's only one of mine that I like to listen to. Otherwise, I'm just like, nope, I hate my voice. I have listened
1: to our podcast quite a few
2: times. I <laughs> both episodes. That's different, though. It's like there's other people, and it's a conversation. Yeah. I still don't like my voice in our podcast, but it's it's different.
1: The editing connection there is, yeah, I listen to all my stuff over and over again, and I do hear, especially on things that were recorded in the old house, bumps and grinds and whatever, and also I notice, like, part of the reason I was messing around with Snowball microphone this week is because I listened to my ITPE podfic, and I was really unhappy with the sound quality, so... I had changed something or whatever. Um, And so I do listen to them and get annoyed by stuff like that, but I would never go back and change it. If I ever found a repeated sentence, I would probably go back and change.
0: You
1: know, it might take me two years to re upload (laughs) it at my third rate, but.
0: I will go back and re listen to my. Like, I used to do it a lot, especially when I was an American Idol fandom, because at the time I was working a job that I listened to Podfic while I was working. Yeah. So I could get through, like, you know, five to seven hours of podcast <sighs> a day at work Ooh. and all I, and I really want to vanish, So if you I were if running I'm out, finished, yeah, I just want to listen to that phantom and American Idol. When I got there only had like, I think like 20 hours of podfic total at the time that said, like I don't, I find it a bit harder to go back and listen to some of my older stuff, especially since like, as I said, I find the pacing is much too yeah. fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and with my current stuff, I'm in Avengers fandom. There is so much Podfic in Avengers fandom that I don't have you to don't re-listen to, listen to things to that stuff. often, yeah. right? So I have listened to to my some of my actually probably the one that I've re-listened to the most uh, after it was posted is the one that I did like in 2000 or 2012. That was I did with Fire Juggler because I did it so long ago that it's like. Oh, I'm actually in this fandom now. I understand what it's about. And it's like a whole new story. So I enjoy that one a bit more. But, um, yeah, so I, I haven't been listening to my stuff as much these days. But yeah. that's not because I have issues with my voice generally. Well, I tend but- to listen
1: to anything over and over again. Like there are certain podcasts, particularly longer ones, where I've listened to them over and over again. I mean yeah. – you know like the student prince i've probably like a million times the oh, i love it
2: detective agency oh yes a that one
1: too i've times. listened to that so much yes. oh my gosh yeah yes. and also um the the one penny planet did of, of I, sunset mog's burger veggie burger one listen okay. to that
2: no millions but of time. but i've listened to another one of hers it's the one where um arthur's like a matchmaker neither of you are in <gasps> yes Do, and he has that he has that phrase that he keeps the, repeating. What? Yeah,
0: the loyal arbiter for suitable. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I recently re listened to that one. I love it. Um, <laughs> I had, I probably my biggest re, like, comfort re listened to you at the time. I don't listen to it as much these days. Was um, the college verse. It was a J squared one. It was like 10 hours that was recorded in <laughs> a much longer verse wow. outside of that. But I've listened to that. Podvic, like probably at least 10 times yeah. and it's long so i was just gonna say like part of the reason why i don't get a beta is because i catch most of my mistakes and any mistakes that they would catch would involve re-records and i hate them so i avoid that <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah so if i'm doing something in a series like i'm posting uh an Avengers Steve Tony series right now. Sometimes I will re-listen to the earlier part, especially since I did it for ITPE. So I was sitting on the first part for a while Mm -hmm. and I was making edits as I did the second part so that it would match a bit better, which was mostly just pacing and mostly in my head. But there you go. Um, And yeah, that's mostly it. Oh, because I recorded really short files, as I finish editing a section, I tend to group it in with the, the main section so that I could see like what is completely done by looking yeah. at the main files and then I might have a couple half edited files open in front of me. Mm-hmm. And then I'll always export as MP3 and M4A and then use chapter and verse to convert from M4A to M4B and include chapter markings and cover art and stuff like that. And often during my last listen through, Um, that's when I might start multitasking. Like, that's what I did for this Merlin one. Um, As I was doing the last listen-through, I made the cover art. Yeah. So I was doing multiple things at once. But it depends on how well I feel about that initial, um, like, that last listen-through. If I think I'm going to have to do more work on it, I might focus a little bit more and have the text open in front of me. but, But, yeah, so that's my main thing. I generally get at least three or four listens in before that sucker goes live um I used to actually always make sure to listen to it while I was at work too because that's when I was multitasking and I wanted to make sure that you could multitask through it but (laughs) since my pacing is slow down that's less of an issue Um, so when we did this recording um it took me I tried to time it and then I like stopped my stopwatch and forgot to turn it back on so I lost some time. Mm-hmm. And it took me about an hour and 15 minutes to record. And the recording itself was 57 minutes and 19 seconds. Um and then when I was editing, I took about 10 minutes to prep the files and put it through a o- and then I wandered away. Cause it could take a while to go through ophonic. So I only counted like the 10 minutes of that. Then I spent um, three just over three and a half hours editing that (laughs) Mm -hmm. then I spent uh almost 39 minutes re-listening to it and making minor adjustments and that's when I did the cover art then I took about 10 minutes to export make the pod book attach the cover art get the metadata and then I just left it to upload to my website I haven't done any of the cross-posting that's probably like another half hour but whatever yeah, that um, takes me a while.
1: I haven't done any of that export podvic
0: you know, none. podbook
1: cover art yeah, stuff. I none. stopped at when I had a final file. Yeah.
0: Okay. So that's like a 10 minute difference for me. <laughs> right. But so that, that would that take me longer, to... I think. Yeah. It's I will say like those numbers were like intensive editing. So like I had that stopwatch with me and like if I had to go to the bathroom, I stopped the stopwatch, <laughs> went to the bathroom. If I like Went and looked on Twitter for a second. I stopped the stopwatch and, like, all that stuff. I didn't really count the prep time. Like, I spent a lot of the time running around the house trying to find my SD card (laughs) to put in my mic Mm -hmm. before the recording. (laughs) I didn't count any of that. No. I didn't count the time it took me to, like, prepare the tea that I only ever drink when I'm recording Podfic. (laughs) Stuff like that. So, um, like, that's the absolute lowest. The actual time that I did is probably at least an extra two hours on top of this Mm. of like me like doing nothing but working on this kind of, but not being intensive about it. But yeah, my total came in at like five hours and 45 minutes ish. Right, And you, I I mean, sorry. And my, my total time on the pod pick was 38 minutes and 11 seconds. (laughs)
1: Right, so you had, <laughs> you said the file turned out to be 57. So you cut about 20 minutes of whatever it was. And yeah. what was?
0: Uh, yeah, 57 minutes went down to 38 minutes.
1: Yeah, and mine went from 36.48 to 30, basically. So six, seven almost seven minutes of whatever.
0: Would people ask me how long it takes, I generally say 10 to 20 minutes of work for mm-hmm. every finished minute for me. Oh. Although I recognize that fandom average seems to be closer to like, Five minutes?
1: <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that actually. So yeah. we yeah. we asked Twitter, um, you know, we said if you're doing a 30 to 40 minute project, how long do you think um that takes you to record and edit? And we got uh eleven people, I think, who wrote back um to that. And I counted up about half and half, about half of them said two to two and a half hours, which is me, basically. And the other half said four to five hours, which is less than Paraga. But, man, that's about what it took you. Wait, what was it? I was six,
0: just under six hours. Yeah,
1: so that's a little bit less than you, but not tremendously so. So, I mean, (laughs) no one (laughs) said. (laughs) So, I mean, I yeah, I, I think it sounds like a lot of people. Now, a few of those people included music, cover art, uploading, you know, People so
0: records, like
1: yeah, so it's kind of like obviously there's there's a a sway there in what that process actually included, but I yeah. do think it shows you that a lot of people spend a decent amount of time on it.
2: Yeah, I mean, so, I'd love to see this, you know, in in a graph somewhere put up on Tumblr, yeah. so that we could point to it when people are be like, you know, Podfic, you know, anyone can do it. It's just so quick. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they can point to me I, when I they're think, saying that, but they can't point to anyone else.
0: Like, I I actually felt kind of better when I was looking at the Twitter responses. Well, <laughs> that like, I think I'm definitely the longest of anyone there, but there weren't a lot of people that far off.
1: Um, I'm, I'm listening. I'm trying to think about just things edited out. And I think like 100%, I almost just edit out two main things, which is like, I stumbled on a line yep. or there's an outside noise. Yep. And I think my main issue with Dodie's way is that you wouldn't catch those outside noises so much. Like, yep. you know, shifting in the chair or,
2: I think mostly, or something like mostly that. mostly it's just birds. You'll hear birds on my recordings. Yep. And that's just, I don't own a bird. Lots of people think I have a pet bird. I don't. It's just there are a lot of birds in Australia and they're – You can't – yeah, and you can't <laughs> fix birds. Like
1: I wouldn't <laughs> – I wouldn't fix birds like because there are things that are behind you while you're speaking. I think I more mean like something in between, like usually it's in between sentences or something. Like if something happens underneath a sentence, I'm not the level of editor world, like not for that. If I was doing it for a professional thing or or being paid money for it, I would be like, oh, I need to fix that sentence somehow. But yeah, I wouldn't say my, I extend to that level. But I also am usually pretty happy performance wise. Like I don't usually do Mm. a lot of, readings for like the way I read it you know like I'm just usually happy enough with like I'm pretty solid in the way I read things yes. aloud which I, I mean whatever I guess I'm just full of myself obviously
0: I have a bad habit of being in there and being like what do you mean he said softly
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay i uh, yeah i, I mean do it that would probably oh, be the one exception is yeah. if you if you see a line reading and you're like oh whoops okay that but i was see, supposed to do that I think this that way straight but, away. <laughs> yeah but i would just do it you know
0: sometimes you'll like get into a sentence and realize it's going in a different direction than i thought <laughs> Yeah. So it's like, oh wait, that's not what I thought it said. I'll
2: <laughs> have to start again. He's um, being sexy, not mean. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I was wondering. Uh, I'm looking at the Twitter replies. Rather a story, who's one of them? Her thing says four to five hours, two hours of prep, one hour or so of recording, one hour editing, one hour to get it ready to publish. Yes, what is
0: um, that mysterious prep? Yes. Um, so possibly her two hours of prep is that. She will read it, practice read reading. it over a lot, and like practice reading. Wow, well, if you're but listening to listening
2: this, this, please give us a talk back about what the hell the, the two hours <laughs> yeah, of prep is.
1: Mysterious two hours <laughs> of prep, yeah.
2: So, I mean, I think that covers pretty much everything. Is there anything anyone wants to add?
0: Well, there was just a. Um, we did put out a call to on our Twitter account, not only for how long it would take to record. Podcasts at that length, but also if anyone had any tips or tricks that they do that they think are unusual, and we only got one response, and it was from I Sweden, and she says sometimes I edit at three point one point three or one point four time playback speed so that she's going through the story faster.
2: Yeah,
0: and that's kind of cool. I would never. I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> I. My first reaction to this was like, what? But actually
1: now I've been thinking about it. And because, you know, I have this issue with like not wanting to listen to the whole thing and exactly. sit and do it, you know, like where I listen and note and then come back to it. This actually might be a good solution to mm. that because you could listen to it faster. The bits, because part of my issue is you're going through these whole sections where you're like, this whole 10 minutes is fine. And then yeah. you're like, oh, here's a problem. Especially when it's like a five-hour podfic or something. So that could really help with that. Yeah, I mean, it, know, wouldn't,
2: it wouldn't help with performance if you were looking to, go no, you know, with that or pacing or anything else
1: yeah oh goodness
2: okay right, so on to rex then, i guess okay so have you guys there was this um coffee ad that came out like i don't even know four years ago and everyone just this? i thought it was like a 90s one i have no was idea it that oh believe. okay well i only saw it a couple of years ago so maybe it popped up on youtube
1: is um, it
0: american
2: yes. or is it worldwide it was American. It's, I'm pretty sure it's the, Amer- the
0: Folgers incest one. Yes. Okay. And my like internet know.
2: exploded okay. about this brother and sister who were bonding over coffee but were clearly about to bone. <laughs> I miss this. Clearly. Totally. <laughs> really? I'll, yeah. link, I'll link Sorry. you to the ad.
1: <laughs> oh, good. I mean, I wouldn't want to miss a brother and sister boning over coffee.
2: Exactly. <laughs> and you can listen to this podcast. <laughs> anyway. Waldorf wrote this totally classy, explicit fic about the brother and sister. <laughs> and, you know, super heartwarming and totally, totally family friendly. <laughs> if I'm, you're the kind of family where your brother and sister fuck. <laughs> I'm not good at, I'm not good at incest. But <laughs> then perhaps you should avoid this. <laughs> yeah. So Rena Jenkins was right on top of that and recorded a podfic. Um, it's sure it's a coffee stain. <laughs> mm. And Rena puts like a little bit of, of dialogue from the ad at the start and a little bit of the music, and like it just it just puts you in the right frame of mind to listen to this podfic. It was just it was a lot of fun and she 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 committed to that podfic. <laughs> So yes, that's my that's my classy wreck for the day. Um, the second one, I I listened to it a couple of weeks ago, but I actually wrecked it on my journal like years ago when it first came out. But I'm gonna wreck it again because it's it's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. It's a Lord of the Rings uh, Sam Frodo fit called Graverman. It is read by the author, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's from Gollum's point of view. So this woman. The whole fic, the whole pod fic, it's like ten minutes or something, she is in Gollum's voice. Like she she's performing that entire time. She does his little Gollum throat noise that he does. It's just it's it's an amazing performance. And the very rare times that you have someone else's voice speaking, she she Seamlessly, I, I can only imagine that she, she recorded them separately and put them in because it's such a change from the Gollum voice to the Sam voice to the Frodo voice. Like, it's just, it's an amazing performance.
1: Sorry, I know I was distracted. It's because I followed the link to that pod fic and then I followed the link to the, the fic and I was like, holy crap. I was just shocked into silence.
2: Were you reading the folder test one? The yeah, the full test one. Jen, shit. no, <laughs> cover your virgin eyes. Oh my god, sorry. I just said I was like, I didn't even hear your
1: rec because I was like,
2: ah. <laughs> oh Jen, okay. I'm so sorry. You should know better than to follow anything that I link to. <laughs> It's not like I don't listen or read or whatever, but
1: yeah, I don't know. Oh God. It's it, yeah. Okay, so I have two recs as well. And the first one of them is an untitled Brooklyn 99 MCU crossover. And it is read by KLB and Rena Jenkins. And it was written, was well, Tumblr post really by Jism and Lefigus. Um, and I've just been Listening and reading to some Brooklyn Nine Nine stuff recently, and this was a really random one that just came up. I know we were talking about kind of not fake earlier, and this is in one of in the earlier podcasts, And this is not fake. Um, the best thing about it is how well the styles of KLB and Rena Jenkins just mesh in this conversation they're having. Like it, they they manage to make it feel like you're just reading this tum- this conversation, this Tumblr post where it's just going back and forth, and they're they're just talking and you're you're overhearing it. Um, they're both so enthusiastic in it and there's just a real kind of joy that feels like they're just ba- brainstorming it in the moment and they're excited about all the ideas. Um, and there's also some really excellent lines in it. When I was trying to take notes to do a rec, I just <laughs> kept writing down lines, which is really funny, but it was just things that, that they said that they said particularly well. And I had one for each of them, which was, God damn, this is really good pie. And then I like the shape of your ass. Take me to dinner, <laughs> which I now have no context for at all. But evidently I thought those lines were excellent. I just, those are two figures that I really love. Um, KLB in particular is like my comfort listen podficker. I, she's the first podficker I ever listened to. And, and she's always been my favorite, <laughs> which she knows. And I'm embarrassing about, but, um, and Rita Jenkins is consistently well, amazing, right? So we both, right? Like we she's, both
2: wrecked Rita Jenkins.
1: Yeah, we did. And she's, you know, she's so prolific, but she's also so solid in what she does. Yes, exactly. You know, she just has a really excellent style. Like it's, you know, she has a great voice and she it does voice, you know, she just has a kind of competence when she reads. Um, so the two of them together, I mean, you can really get better, right? Yeah. Um, and it's also a really funny fic and they – I mean, it's not even a fic; it's just a conversation about ideas for a fic, <laughs> you know. Like, um, I mean, it, it is not fic, but it, it but it, it's amusing all the way through, and I like that. Um, and the second one is "Give Us This Day," which is written by Sinead, and it is read by Fire Juggler, and it's a white color um, threesome of. Well, the only white collar threesome <laughs> that you would ever choose, obviously, which is <laughs> what, is which is Neil, Neil and Peter and Elizabeth, um, and I don't listen or read tons of white collar, but when I when I like them, I really, you know, there are some really good ones out there. Um, and for me, that's it's a really comfortable pairing. Like it's it, this this one in particular is kind of uh. Domesticy, like it's it's um it's talking about it's the author summary is 10 things about cohabitation and basically it's them figuring out living together and loving together and so it's a very comfortable fic and um fire juggler's voice in it she has this full voice that is very comforting i don't know like it's it's a really good match between her voice and her reading style and the fic itself um and i just came out of it like really feeling happy and content with, like, the way their lives had come together. <laughs> I don't know. It, I
2: think I'll be listening just, to this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, you definitely, oh, you should definitely listen to it. Um, she's another reader that I really like and I listen to a lot of. But um, but this particular fic, yeah, it's, it, it goes through, like, you can hear in it, because Neil, and this is pretty common for this particular threesome, is that Neil goes in feeling slightly unsure of his position in it, because obviously he's, I mean, I don't know how many, you know, if you have to know white collar, obviously, but he's coming in this, in this particular pairing, he's coming into an established Uh relationship and he's the newbie. And even though they both love him, obviously, particularly like his and Peter's, you know, working relationship is very strong. He is unsure of his place. And as they go through the thick, you know, like they're choosing a, they choose a bed at one point, you know, that will fit them all, you know, things like that. And there's something to do in the beginning with like how, how they fit together on the bed, like how they will sleep together, not, not have, not have sex, but how they will sleep at night, you know, as a, as a triplicate couple and see if I can get this last bit out. Um, and so that like her, her voice for Neil over the fic, like as, you know, you can hear how he's unsure and then you can hear how he gained confidence. And I really like that. I think it was done really well, but overall I just, it's, it's just a happy making Vic cool. and pod Vic by extension.
2: Mm.
0: Okay. So I have two Rex as well. One of which is also KLB. <laughs>
2: <laughs> cause <But> she's awesome. <laughs>
0: she is. And when we were looking for when I was looking for Rex, cause I did it a little last minute cause I forgot about Rex. Um, And Jen was like, I'm trying to think of something that, like, fits in with our theme. And I was like, yeah, there's lots of coolly edited podfics out there. Mm -hmm. I can't think of a single one. (laughs) But when I think of good editing, I always think of KLB first. Because she, like, I'm friends with her and I know a little bit about her recording process. Mm -hmm. But I know that she takes such care in everything that goes into her podfics. Like, she... We've talked about her editing pro- processes a lot because she is also in the ten to twenty minute range permanent minute of finished pod Right. And so we like commiserate over that, but we have really different styles. And a lot of her time goes into she will read the line multiple times and it's choosing which one fits the scene best that she that takes up a lot of her time. So I know that she always puts such care into her readings and what makes the final products. And you could really tell in her podfics that, that that's care was taken. And with forever now, like I've listened to that podfic quite a few times. It's, it's a band up um, one where like Brian Schechter adopts like Mikey and Gerard way, who are like homeless (laughs) kids on the street. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) pre Gerard Frank, but it's, like, they're Ted, or, like, no, they're, like, teenagers, but it's really cute and really adorable, and it's written by Harriet Vane, which I didn't credit earlier, Um, and, like, it's just a beautiful story, and she only podficked the first one in the series. It's a longer series, and actually um, Argetam Lupine, or Argetta Podfick, I think is her podfick nickname, has podficked the later uh, stories as well. but Has like, she done all
1: of them now? I didn't realize she had done all of them.
0: I don't know if she's done all of them. I think she's only
1: done one or two. Yeah, like some of them, but I could be wrong. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Anyways, whenever, before she recorded them, when I was going and reading the fix later, I would actually hear the, mm-hmm. in KLB's voice, <laughs> because like, she just imbued the characters in such a way that like, when I was reading them as written by that author, I heard her voice reading it to me, even though yeah, like that's just how
1: strong she was. So, yeah, this is one of my all-time favorite fics and one of my all-time favorite pod fics as well. Like when I saw you direct it, I was like, "Yes, a million times <laughs> yes." Um I've listened to it so many times. And I no offense to uh Argent Argentum because you're right. Like because I KLB did the earlier ones, I always I mean no, she said she wasn't going to go back and do the later ones, and I was always sad about that because I got sometimes you get kind of – you imprint on a certain person doing a certain fic or a certain voice, and I think that happened to me with this pod fic. So I – even though the other pod fic is good, I never got into it in the same way as the first one that she did, you know.
0: And it's hard to, like, pick up a series after – Really
1: hard, yeah.
0: It's – so, like, kudos to her for doing it, but, yeah. Like – and I feel kind of like a cop-out wrecking forever now because – who hasn't listened to Forever It's a classic, now? right? Yeah. At least anyone who's been in bandum, like yeah. it's such a classic, and it gets wrecked a lot, but it's really a, an awesome work.
1: But yeah, I mean it's it's nice to to. There's so much podfic happening, so it's nice to just pinpoint things that people might not have noticed or, or like that. That first one of mine is so random, and I I just happened to listen to it and really like it. You know, so it does That's actually
0: a good segue into my next rack. Ah I don't think it's a, a very. I think I was like the first person to leave kudos on it. So uh, it's definitely a really cool story. It's called "Welcome to Agents of Shield," and it is read by Fire Dancer, and it is written by Seven Corvus. And it is there's. It's actually this is the first in a series of three others. Although I don't know if they're planning on doing more because it kind of looked like the way the project was set up uh, as a retelling of the episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in Welcome to Night Vale style. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> so I, I, kind, I marked it kind of as Jen, although you could I think they might have repped it as like uh, a narrator slash Coulson because in the equivalency to Welcome to Night Vale, Coulson is Carlos. So it's like, oh, amazing Coulson. And like Sky, you know, Sky the Hacker and Ward that he- jerk. So it's like, <laughs> talking about them that way, and I, I appreciated that Ward was the jerk. Yep. Um, and yeah. And yeah, it's tale. just like, retelling a little, like it's, it's pretty short, it's only like 10 minutes, and it just kind of hits like, some of the highlights of that episode, and retells them like, um, Cecil would, and it's really enjoyable. Um, the one thing that I will warn about, that's a little ironic on the editing side, of, um, there's quite a long pause before the weather starts up, which I think was a little bit of an editing error. But other than that, it's really enjoyable. And they have um, for the next two episodes as well. So, um, but yeah, like when I was listening to it, I was just so tickled by it. It was really a really cool project and I really enjoyed it. So you should go listen to it. Okay. Well, so I think that's our episode. Yeah, yeah I think we're good.
1: Well, that's our episode. Um, we hope you enjoyed listening. If you have any comments about your own editing style, or you want to say something about ours, as <laughs> we talked about it today, or just laugh at us, that's fine yeah. too.
2: Um, just, send just three us minute a tw- twip of you laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll take
1: that. You know, we'll maybe put it in at the beginning of next month.
2: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> fine.
1: Um, yeah. So, if you have any of that. Please send us a talk back, um, whether in audio or written form, and you can find the instructions for how to do that on our website.
0: I would like to say thank you to everyone who uh, gave their responses on Twitter. That was really helpful, and uh, we can maybe link to some of the tweets later if we want.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Um, all the input was gave us a better idea so that we didn't feel quite so crazy um, about our timings. Please join us next month when Dodi and Pataka will be talking about feedback. And other than that, it's goodbye from all three of us. So thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.